Welcome, guys, to episode 17 of Nani's podcast. You are here with me, Punish. Pooping Punish. And Alex. That's me. I'm not and, Pooping Punish. And Hog. So this week we got a couple interesting. We're not, there's not really much going on much, but we have some things to talk about. Why don't we start off with you, Alice? You had a fantastic week. <laughs> I found Goat Simulator. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I streamed it. <laughs> Two milestones that night. Not only did you play a game that was on the PS4, but you streamed. Yeah, and I did better than Poop and Punish. So yeah. why don't you talk about the game a little bit, Alice? It's ridiculous. It's the stupidest, most ridiculous, hilarious game I've ever played. Like, my favorite part is there's this random treadmill just running. No one's using it. It's going. But you walk up to it, and the goat gets shot off off into, like, Never Never Land. Because I just, I just, it's also very glitchy. It's, I don't know. I just laughed so hard playing this game. I loved it so much. It was the greatest thing ever. So for people listening, this game's month, or three games of the month for PlayStation is two games, one being Goat Simulator, and I really don't even remember the other one. I didn't. It didn't interest me, so I really didn't pay. It was Drake. It was Uncharted. It was Uncharted yeah. Saga. And so... Hog made a joke about grabbing it, so I was like, oh, let me grab it, see what it's about. I go to work next day. My, what, uh, Alice snaps snaps me, and she goes, what the fuck is this? And so sends me a picture of Goat Simulator. I'm like, oh, this is a game that I downloaded. She goes, why? And I'm like, I don't know. So I said, just play it. And then she's, and I said, why don't you just stream it too? And so she's texting me while I'm at work, asking me, how do you stream? How do you this? How do you that? And I'm like, and then she's asking me about the game. I'm like, I have no idea how this game is played because I've yet to play it. Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> it was so rude. At one point, I got, sh- like, if you headbutt a car, it explodes and you fly off. Somehow, I got stuck on this green. I couldn't, I couldn't wiggle my way out. I ended up having to restart it. But, oh, my God, it was the greatest thing ever. I just. Oh, I'm gonna play it again. That's for sure. But oh, I just love it it's, so much. It was a funny stream. I I remember. I'm like, oh, Punish is home already because I saw his Twitch going. Um, so I was like, oh, so it's definitely not Alice because usually I'll see a notification pop up on the PlayStation like Punish Pool Online, and then it'll disappear. But I know if it's a certain time of day, Punish still at work, and so that means it's you like jumping on Netflix or whatever you do. Um, yeah. And then you go offline real quick. But then I saw the Twitch, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? I guess, <laughs> I guess Punish is home. I jump on, and you're, like, mid-laugh, like, dying. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. I was hysterically laughing the whole time watching, just because of your reaction to the game. Like, I, I played it the night prior a little bit, but your reaction was so fucking funny. It was spot on, man. Oh, Perfect. my God. It was- it was just so ridiculous. I couldn't help but laugh. Ugh. I just, ugh. It's so yeah. good. And I definitely, go ahead. It made it. It made it to me. And the best part was you broke like all the Punisher streaming records during it. <laughs> you know, did. you had so many more people watching you than at one point than I think Punish has ever had at any given time. So it was did. pretty fucking hilarious, dude. My max was eight and I saw it hit uh, 15. And I'm like, you fuck. <laughs> and, I, and I'm watching it how it's in its uh, evening out at like 12, 13. But I'm looking at my, I'm like, when I get home, and I said, I hate you. And she goes, why? I'm like, you, you beat me. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, I've been streaming now since February. I, February. I said, you need to get your own stream and start streaming because it's obvious you're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> It, it would be yeah. funny, man. I, I think that'd be like a perfect avenue for you. I was telling him about it too. Like, if you were to start playing games of that nature, get your own channel, you might get something rolling. You know, as long as you react to it the same way, as long as you're like funny as hell about it. Because that—that's the best part about your streaming is 
there was humor to it, so it was funny and it was lighthearted yeah. for that type of game, you know. And I think it was perfect. Oh my god, I do want to play. I didn't realize there was games like that that were ridiculous and could make me laugh as I was doing it. So I definitely want to try more of those games for <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man, and, you know it's that's kind of a good thing about there being kind of like a video game drought going on right now like not much coming out is that it actually gives us time to delve into these games that have been out for a long time because goat simulator has been out for a couple of years um and you know i've heard about it I always thought it was one of those just so stupid funny games that i wasn't going to spend a lot of money on but it's you know it, it's good and I think it gets people like you who don't play very much into gaming and it gives you something to do you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I definitely want to play more of these games. So since I guess this Matt Punish uh, got the free version, there's other versions that I could buy of Ghost Simulator. So I want to buy more of those options and play more of those games. Oh, they have like DLCs. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that. I thought it was just that one package. No, there's a bunch in it that you can buy. And she was pointing out the one because it kind of reminded me of like a Star Warsy aspect to it. I'm like, and she's like, I wanted this. I'm like, just get it. There's also one that's uh, like Grand Theft Auto ish that looks oh, like really? that. Too. Yeah. So okay. it looked because I guess if you buy it for the whole, I think thirty dollars that is. A because I looked at it to buy it possibly on the Switch. It's $30. I think you get all of the worlds that Goat Simulator has, but I think since we got it as the free game of the month, we only got, like, the trial maybe version, like, Goatville is one we only got, so. Um, we got, like, the original maps, I think is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that, one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I know a PC had a mod. It's called, like, uh, Call or... Code of Duty. Yeah. It was like yes. supposed to simulate Call of Duty. And that one's supposed to be pretty fucking hilarious too. So no, I think it's I... interesting. Games that you know you could do it, especially modders, the stuff that they've come up with when it comes to that game is fucking insane. And thinking about that game, I was just looking up, you know, because I know Punish wants to talk about like the games that are coming up in 2020 later on. But I was looking up other games that are like that. And you guys remember Little Big Planet? Yes. Oh, yes. Those guys, they're coming out with another version of that game. Uh, it's called Dreams. And when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, man, this might be up Alice's Alley. Because it's like Little Big Planet with a heavy emphasis on creation. Um, but the thing is, this is supposed to be like game creation you can create whatever the fuck you want. So if you want to remake Mario on Dreams, you can remake Mario on Dreams. If you want to make Crash Bandicoot, you can. Now, the development creating side might not be up your alley, but there's so much content that other people are creating that you can take advantage of. And the stuff that I was looking at, it's like high-end shit. Like some people literally have recreated Crash Bandicoot from the beginning, you know, on that thing. And... You don't have to worry about licensing or another. You just jump right on and play, you know, which is cool. Because to me, that's like a all-in-one type of game. No, you get everything in that thing. I mean, that sounds cool. And I mean, I think I read it. Isn't it going to be VR also? I think it might be, yeah. But All it right. It comes, comes out next month. So that might be a game you might want to dive into. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely try it for sure. I'll yeah. try anything. I think that'd be perfect for you to stream. Because you do... You have a, a little talent. I think if uh, Punish dumps some resources into you, I think uh, you might be able to fucking break everybody's record on fucking Twitch here pretty damn soon. Punish is now just carrying in a corner because I beat him. <laughs> hey, you know what? We support each other, so and like we've been doing with the group, that's the big thing is if you can do it better, I'm going to make make it so you can. Well, that's the answer. Sometimes it's not even if you can make it better. The The crazy thing about streaming is that some people are just individual games that make them, right? Like, yeah. there's, there's like, uh, Matimio or Matimio, whatever how the fuck you say his name. He's a big Siege guy. He's the one that got me to buy Siege. I, I didn't even know what streamers were. I just happened to catch a couple YouTube videos of him. Then I switched over to Twitch to watch his live streams. But Siege is what was his breakthrough. 
That was his breakthrough. He was the first one to jump on that bandwagon. He stuck through it, through all the crappy early release stuff. And then now he's like a god at the fucking game. He's not like the best Siege player, but he's up there. I want to say he's at least top 20, right? Um, and it was just that game that got him. You know, Dr. Disrespect, it was PUBG, you know? And it's all those Shroud, I think it was uh, Counter-Strike. Shroud was Counter-Knight, or um, Counter-Strike. You yeah. know, games like that. There's those individual games, and some people have genres of games. And I think we found the genre game for Alice, the funny, goofy ones, because mm. her reactions to them are fucking hilarious. Mm. You know, while you, I don't think you would react well to those games because you're like no. e- you're like Eeyore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing is I haven't found my niche in games. Like I'm, I'm not good at shooters. I'm not good. At racers, so it's but that's the thing is she hasn't the niche when it comes to these weird, weird indie games, so to speak, and wow. just out of this world kind of shit. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, fuck that, dude. That's because I got an out of this world personality, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like the office, so that's already a positive on your side, right? You like yeah. to take photos. You live close to Scranton, Pennsylvania. That's a double-double plus right there, right? Um, And you like goats. So that's perfect. I love goats. I would like a pet goat. I mean, not the same one as this one in the game. I don't know how I'd feel about this goat's head just flopping around and glitching through the middle of tables. But, yeah, little baby goat might be cool. I don't know, man. Every time I see goats, like, at petting zoos, they freak me out. You know, they, (laughs) they they look like they're inbred. You know what I'm talking about? They have like these really wide expanded stomachs and their eyes, their eyes look retarded. Like they're like <laughs> off. They're not staring at you. It looks like they have lazy eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Like their eyes are just bobbling around looking at different things. So it's like, what the fuck's wrong with this goddamn animal? And what's the point of it? What's the point of a fucking goat? You know, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Don't know. Good meat. I guess, but we don't need it like mass production. So it's like, what's the point of having goats on a farm other than I? I, don't, I guess they keep horses entertained. They mow the they mow the grass. It's like a built-in lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, but they also eat everything. So if you let them fucking touch, but what about those goats that pass out? No matter what oh you. Oh my do? god! This one did it in Goat Simulator. You could do it. <laughs> you could just oh, you can? around on the ground. Yeah, you just like hit a button and it dies. Or if you hit some, if you headbutt something, you just kind of flop over and you can just keep flopping back and forth before you get up. Oh God! Old yeah. seizure go. I think uh, whoever created that game had a funny sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, who the fuck would think about making a game about a goat? You know? So yeah, pretty funny. So, All right. Alice, going on you a little bit more. Your favorite console right now is still the Switch, correct? Yes, I'm very much a Nintendo person. Now, I'm not knocking the Nintendo. I love the Switch for what it is, but I sent something to Hog this week, which was really cool, and I fucking am ecstatic for. Alienware came out with a handheld, I want to say a PC, but it's not. It's a handheld device that plays like the Switch, but it plays PC games on it. And it's going to be running off Windows 10. I looked for more specs on it. There's not a lot on it. It has a 14-inch screen, supposedly. Joy-Cons like the Switch. But it's going to run off of Steam, uh, all the computer applications, so to speak, for video games. Ah, that sounds fun. I don't know. I don't know about this one. I, I looked it up a good bit. Allegedly, this thing is going to be heavy as shit for like a handheld type of deal. How heavy is your Switch when you take it around? Oh, it's not heavy at all. Like if we bring it, if I put it in, like say if I put it in my bag, because I also have a bag that's like a normal bag, but also a camera bag that yeah. will work and I could slip the Switch in it, I wouldn't even know. My camera would be heavier like than the Switch in the bag. I think it's only like three pounds maybe at most. I don't even think it's three pounds. Yeah. From, so. what, from what I was reading, um, like they're saying this thing's gonna be over eight pounds. Yeah. It's it's fucking ridiculous. It it's got an eight inch screen on it or something like that. Eight, ten inch screen on it. So it's got a nice big screen, but 
depending on what Alienware dumps into it, it's probably also going to come with fans, which is a very weird thing because you're using computer processing power in this thing. So you're going to have to cool it off, you know. So who knows how this is going to work. It's probably going to be another Stadia. You know, Stadia is falling to the ground right now. Uh, I think there's only like 8,000 concurrent players on that fucking thing. And Alienware is taking a risk on this. Like, they're, they want to fuck with Nintendo. You know? And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Like, Nintendo was smart. They decided to corner their own part of the market. Yeah. And now, Alienware decides, you know what we want to do? We want to go fuck around on that side. I don't know how well they're going to do, man. The site or the play site, I got it from Gamer Ranks. Uh, it's a, something on Facebook that I just follow now and he posts a lot of videos and that's where i saw and was watching and then i did a little research you know the idea they're saying that the battery life on it is anywhere from 10 to 15 hours so that's not too bad it's going to be wi-fi and you can supposedly they're going to make it so you can hook it up to like your cell phone plan so you can just grab data off your own cell phone plan to play it which is cool but again like you said it's do you want do people really want to lug around an eight pound, ten pound mini computer to play video games in the open in a way? Yeah. I I like the idea because I was a fan of the PSP and the PS uh Vita. I like both of them. I like the Switch, but the idea that you could play computer games on the go is kind of cool, but like you said. The weight is going to come into play. It's, there's a lot of things that come into play with this. I don't know if this is the way to go, but Alienware may have something. They may have junk, like you said, with like Stadia. So I, I, I don't know. I, to me, it's not a smart business decision. Because you got to think about what do the average American carry around with them? A lot of them have their cell phones already. Many of them have iPads or some other form of a tablet. So what you're requiring people to also carry around then is an eight-pound gaming machine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that's that's another device. So a lot of people, casual people, are not going to buy this fucking thing. So then you're now you're more cornered into the hardcore market. How many people in the hardcore market are willing to take... Uh, it, no matter what they do, this thing is not going to perform as good as a regular right. Alienware desktop. So they're going to take a lower quality thing that they want to take around on the road with them. What games are coming out for this thing and what resolution, what FPS um, is it going to fucking be able to produce? These type of things, too many questions, right? And how reliable is it actually going to be? Dude, to me, it's it's a crazy risk. I, I think it's going to fail within the first six months. Now, my question for you, because... And I listen to a lot of people. The reason why they own a Switch is so they can be on the go with it. Do you think if maybe this came out before the Switch or during the whole Switch era, do you think it could have been a good viable concept? Or do you think back then it would have failed as well? No, I would have failed as well. This would okay. have had to come, this would have had to come out before tablets. Because okay. a, lot, a lot of casuals, because you've got to think about it. You want to get the most people to buy your product, so you got to direct it towards casuals with the options in there for hardcore gamers always a option for hardcore gamers but your primary base should always be casuals because that's who you're trying to get the people that are playing the candy crushes those stupid fucking games on their phones right uh oh, yeah so but the thing is you're creating a product that's just meant for hardcore players i literally was just having a conversation with somebody that doesn't know anything about computers or anything of that nature. And they asked me, what is Alienware? They don't even know what that <laughs> is. Wow. You know what I'm saying? What is Alienware? And this is a person that plays Candy Crush on their phone all the time, shit like that. Um, so Alienware already is more of a person that's in the know of gaming. A regular casual that doesn't really play video games doesn't know what Alienware is. Unless they happen upon it and they go, oh, what's this thing with the alien logo? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially if it came out at the same time or right before the Switch, the Switch would have pummeled it. Because, it's Nintendo. Yeah. Well, and also, like Hog says, it's more for the casual people. Like, yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm not a gamer. I definitely wouldn't go for Alienware. I know what Alienware is. I know it's a good 
like computer and I know it's a good company and I know it's a good product, but I'm not going to go for the Alienware com mini computer that can travel. I'm rather go with Nintendo. Yeah. Because you know you're guaranteed to get exclusive games on it too. And games exactly. that, everybody, that everybody loves. You're going to get the Mario Karts. You're going to get all the Mario games. You're going to get the Smash Bros. You're going to get the Zeldas. You're going to get, you know, all of that great stuff that you can play on your TV and you can take it on the road with you, which is an awesome concept. Now, this thing is just meant for you to take on the road or sit on your couch and play. You know, you can do both. But what else is there for it? And it's eight pounds. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and how much do we have a price point on this thing yet, Punish? No, there was no price point because it's technically it's only a concept supposedly yeah. it's only a concept so it's in that stage yet well yeah and i was also thinking about it as we're sitting here talking about it it's probably it's not going to be cheap at all it's going to be close to probably i'm thinking it's probably going to be close to a price of a normal computer so what person is going to want to spend thousands of dollars on a computer and then another thousands of dollars on a mini computer to travel around with you people with a lot of money well no. We don't have a lot of money. <laughs> People with a so lot of money that really like gaming, I guess. Yeah. You know? Because I'm looking, I just, I went on Amazon real quick. And just like an Alienware laptop is 1700 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what the sad part is? A lot of the Alienwares aren't, they're not running top of the line stuff in them right now. You're paying for the name for an Alienware. Yeah. You are. Okay. Well, and that's. You know, it goes to when I bought mine, I was looking at them, but they're so much more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, so Alienware was the shit in the early 2000s, you know, and I remember being in high school and uh, people talking about Alienware, the ones that were really into, like, computer gaming. I can never get into that room because my parents weren't going to buy me that shit, and I wasn't making enough money back then to even fucking be able to buy one. But by now... The way technology has come, the way that computer gamers have developed, a lot of them that are serious are building their own rigs anyway. You know what I'm saying? They're really, they're building all their own shit. Um, half the people that I know that are really into computer stuff, all of their stuff's custom made. Oh, yeah. The, the one thing about Alienware that was cool back then was they were the first ones to come out with all the cool, flashy, rainbow-colored LED lights over everything, you know? And now it's like, yeah, it's like the scuff controllers. You know, scuff controllers are super expensive for, you know, PS4 and Xbox, and they got the paddles yeah. in the back. But now they're creating attachments that are way cheaper that you just add to your base model controller. So, I don't know. I think they're they're taking a risk. I don't know if it's a smart risk. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, this, <laughs> I just want to know the price point. So, you could be like, okay, so you want to, and that's the only thing I know I can't find right now. Because I'm actually, like, looking, but I cannot find anything on it. That was Facebook. It. No, this was not. Yeah, but now you're not on Facebook. I'm blowing your spot, Punish. Yeah. Oh, no, I saw that he just posted on the page again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not today. I'm not pooping right now. <sighs> so, <laughs> jackass. Do we want to talk about me more? Because I really enjoyed that. I'm just kidding. What's next? Next on the docket, I've been excited to talk about this too. Was PS5 and Xbox Series X. I mean, the logo? Yes. The yeah, and yeah, if you are on the page, you know what I'm talking about. And the Xbox Series X specs. So both of these consoles are coming out of the gate with better processors, obviously, than the series before. Xbox is having a custom processor built for the Xbox. Sony has not yet to announce their processor, but they're saying that they're trying to compete Xbox in price point. Right now, uh, the thing that PlayStation, I have noticed, is coming... They're focusing on audio, which I don't understand. hundred. I think it's cool, but I don't understand why, but they're focusing on an 8.1 uh, 3D Dolby surround sound. And I don't know why they're focusing on it, but they are putting some thought into it. Xbox, everything else, their specs are almost matching. The only thing that I am seeing is supposedly right now from what they're saying from test scores, the Xbox is going to be a faster machine. It's looking like it's going to be operating in the 14 teraflop range where PlayStation's only going to be operating in like 12.3 to 13. 
15.0 range. So it's going to be a faster machine, not by much, but I'm excited to see both these in action and see them in person. Yeah, but you're not going to really see anything. It doesn't matter anyway, because Xbox just came out talking about they're not going to make their developers create next-gen games for it right off the bat. They want their games to be able to play on the Xbox One that's currently out and the new Xbox Series X 1000, more Xs at XXXXX, right? So you're not even going to be able to see next-gen graphics games on that for at least two more years after it releases. And they're, yeah, and their their thought behind it is, well, we don't want to split the community, and we don't want to force a sale on people. So we want to give people two years after its release to be able to upgrade to the Xbox Series 1000 Xs, right? That's that's kind of like their thing. So that's great that it's got all this stuff, but it makes no sense to me why they're dumping all this into it, and we don't know what the price point really is going to be. And But we're not going to see its capabilities, because unlike Sony, Sony's already come out and said, no, we're creating next-gen games for the PS5 right off the bat. If you want those games, get a PS5. Xbox, on the other hand, which, I mean, it's it's smart, I guess, because we just went from Alienware making a horrible business decision to Xbox kind of trying to make a nice, consumer-friendly decision here. They're going, we're coming out with this new Xbox that's really hard to say, and it looks like a fucking goddamn PC tower. Um, but we're not going to make games that are exclusively for with the next-gen stuff. You're going to be, if we come out with Gears of War 8 or whatever on Xbox Series 1000, it's also still going to come out for Xbox One. Yeah, It's going to come out for both of them, and they're going to be almost exactly the same. You know, it, it there's not going to be a big difference. Obviously, you're still going to get the performance boost, but when, when you do that, you make it very hard for developers to uh, focus on just graphics for Xbox Series X. You know, when they have to also make a version for Xbox One that can't handle it. So they'll almost have to make two versions of a game, which they're really not going to spend that much time doing, I think. So I don't know if any of this really matters right now because they're it's stupid. They're going to wait two years after this. So 2022 is when we're going to see like real Xbox Series X games. Well, and the other thing that I was that I noticed that they're saying, and it hasn't been a confirmed rumor, but everything else that's been rumored for xbox has come true and i wouldn't doubt it because of the pete how microsoft and pc it's all intertwined now but they're adding steam and epic games is the rumor for xbox which i could believe that happening they're they're trying to go into that market and you know it's just that is one way they'll get people to go to xbox sooner or the xbox series x then sooner than you know if you're switching just for the game console. But I, I, I don't know. Not without exclusives, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's a lot of ifs for Xbox. Because number one, the last couple of Halos have really been sucking. They've really been sucking. Um, it, it, they haven't been where they're at. I know the new one that's coming out. I for some, I cannot remember the name. Halo Infinite. Yeah. I That new one that's coming out has some promise and potential to it from the things that I've heard, but nobody really trusts the new studio that's in charge of Halo. And that, in quite honestly, what used to make Xbox was Halo. You know, it's really what made it. And now it's kind of out the wind, you know? And they just came out with the new Gears of War, so it doesn't sound like they plan on releasing a new Gears of War for it. So they they don't have a lot of exclusives coming out for it. I I don't know. And there's a reason why PlayStation is the most old console. You know, because they they have a a plan. They have a structure. You know, they know games are coming out at a certain time for a reason. Well, and I sent you that other text. And this was the bigger text or message that I sent you yesterday. I think this is where PlayStation, if this rumor becomes true, PlayStation is going to outsell hands down again. Because you have, from what I saw from another streamer that I pay attention to, he posted a thing of a possible leak. The leak contained games saying uh, Spider-Man 2, which has been confirmed. 
MotorStorm 4, which I haven't seen anything confirmed, but I'd be excited to play another MotorStorm game. Gran Turismo 8, which I love the Gran Turismo series. And the one game that I know you're probably just as excited as I would be is SOCOM 5. These are all games supposedly coming out for PlayStation 5. Not saying right away, but these are all games coming out. So right then and there, you have some of And this has other game titles uh, in it. Ratchet & Clank, Jack 4, The Order 1887. All these games are solely PlayStation games. If they come out and they can say, yeah, we're coming out with this, these are the biggest games PlayStation has like had their hands on since day one. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it, it would be great. You know, it, it would be great. And I, I, the best thing about PlayStation is they're, they're setting everything up to really lead people into the next gen because of the games they got coming out later this year. They're coming out to me in perfect time to kind of have the PS4 kind of be laid to rest in a very good way, lead people off on a happy foot that they're going to want to jump to that next PS5 almost as soon as possible. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I really am. Like, like the, what is it? PlayStation slowing his greatness awakes, awaits. And I'm now you can understand why they use that. Yes, punish over here is already saving his little pennies to get his little PlayStation five, his little. Well, they announced, they finally confirmed the price on the PlayStation five, which is four ninety nine. It's a hundred dollars more than PS four, but I'm, you know, it's got its home going to be right next to the PS4, on top of the PS4. In 2022. <laughs> what? We're waiting two years. Oh. Well, Hog will be moving on without me. Yeah. Have fun, Hog. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about games coming out, especially with these rumors. But why don't we talk about the games that are actually coming out in 2020? Well, before we go on that, we're still talking about uh, Sony what do you think about them not going to E3 again this year? I said this in a couple comments that I saw people say. They did it last year. I don't blame them because it's all these companies have come out and said it costs them more money to go to E3 than and to do what they do there. It doesn't make them any money. They lose money going to it. So And they can do it on their own stage in their own accord and spend less money. Okay. I think it's I think it's good business. Or can they just publish it online? Yeah. Or just accidentally have a leak. Yeah. (laughs) I use air quotes, everybody. Just so you know, accidentally have a leak. I I wasn't surprised when I saw it and everyone's like, oh, they're not going. I'm like, they didn't go last year. And they said last year that they don't think they're ever doing an E3 again. And people are upset. I'm like, they haven't done it now two years in a row. I'm like, I I don't even watch E3 anymore. I used to. Well, they didn't go last year because they didn't really have anything. And I think what really surprised people this year was they know that the PlayStation 5 is right around the corner. And they got some really big games coming out the first quarter of 2020. So they were like, please, please, so we can play demos and things of that nature. So people were really shocked by that, you know. Now, do you think Sony would go ahead and do their own venue? Do their no. own private thing. Oh, if they're worried about cost, they're not going to do that. Yeah. If if they do, it's not going to be as big as E three. It's going to be more like just for journalists and game reviewers, that kind of stuff. Well, how do you know? better get their game up and get become journalists and game reviewers. I think well, the one thing I think the one thing that we know now is that we're not going to see what PS five actually looks like come E three because that's usually what they would have done. E three comes. They reveal the way PS5 actually is going to look like, you know, because we were all laughing about it. There's a bunch of memes about it, about how the PS5 announced this new logo, like, ooh, cool. All you did was change the four to fucking five. whoop de fucking do. I'd be pretty butter if the PS5 looks just like the PS4. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't look just exactly the same. Yeah. Then I'm going to get confused trying to figure out which one to play. Yeah, they might just change the color. It might make it white this year or some shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, oh my god, please don't do that. Yeah. Or go Sorry. back to the uh the original gray these uh I, w- I could dig that though. I could dig the original gray. I couldn't do white. 
Because then you'd see all the dust that Punish leaves on oh top of it. Oh, my God. I think they need to just do what Apple did and just give you a variety of colors. You know, like, they really should. Right it's off the, the right off, Yeah, give you a variety of colors uh, or launch it with easy replaceable covers. Like, I remember Xbox 360 did that. Like, they had easy replaceable covers you could buy for, like, 20 bucks. And completely change the way your Xbox looks. And yeah. it, it was cool. You know, it was that I think that's really what got gamers in because that was the big Call of Duty age. They were smart. They got the license for the fucking game. So they they were able to get all the new DLCs like a month or two ahead of PS4. And this is when Call of Duty ran the fucking market. You know, so not only could you customize your controllers easily because everything was kind of interchangeable, you could change the look of the Xbox very easily and um you know they had they had the rights to the biggest franchise at the time and then everybody's kind of gone away from that from the customizing your your stuff you know you now you have to buy like these stupid vinyl stickers if you want to do it cheap you know to put on there it's or or you buy the the special ps4 pro or xbox one s where it comes different yeah but it's still Yeah, well, no, I agree with you. Cool. Well, and I was, I was thinking, didn't PS2 did that? Did uh, towards the end of PS2's lifetime, I think they did that with the different colors. You had black, white, blue, red, and different colors you could buy. Because my buddy had a red PS2. I I don't remember. I don't remember either. I had a PS2 know. Slim. But we need to stop talking about the PS2 because I cannot stand the way you say two. All right, what are we talking about next? Next thing. Well, the two of us. Yeah, the two. Thank you, Alice, for fucking saying two correctly. How do I say two wrong? How do you say? Yeah, how does he say two wrong? Well, you must not hear because you sit next to him all the time. But he drags out the end. He sounds like he's from fucking Sweden when he when he says two. He goes two, two. Oh, he does do that. He does. The only the only word he'll be like. Yes. So then the other day I was walking around and two people came around. It's like he like stops everything. Goes, and then these people came back around. You should also one day ask him how he says tires. No, no, let's not get into this today. <laughs> Come on, say tires. Oh, it's tires. Tires. He says tires. Oh, I see. I didn't hear it that much. On oh, that my one. God. The, <laughs> the two, though, I'm like, God, this fucking guy drags it out. And uh, it's just, it, to me, it's just things like that. Like, my uh, my wife, she doesn't say crayons right. And I, I, my kids, my kids say it the way she said. She, tell me if you ever heard of this. She calls crayons crowns. No, no, no. Have you ever no, heard never. of that? Nope, nope. Yeah, well, crowns, crowns. I'm like, and just like how Punish says too fucked up, every time I hear that, like, my neck. I just like. <laughs> I never knew I said it like that, and then you post it on Facebook, and you're like, "You say too fucked up," and I'm like, "What?" I, and it, out of nowhere, you post that. I'm like, "Where the fuck is this coming from?" Now it makes fucking sense. At least I say everything correctly. Aside from drawer. Well, I did it just right. You say too fucked up. There was like an entire thing, and then on top of that, I was like, and furthermore, you say too fucked up. <laughs> Oh, I saw that. I'm like, you fucking troll. The okay, troll. so I, I know what I'm going to do now. Every time you say two, I'm going to cut it, edit it, clip it, and then I'm going to put it onto a thing and then send it to you so you can hear how you say two. Two. Well, I don't have to say that now because I'm going to talk about the games coming out in 2020. Two, zero, two, zero. Not two, two. Two, two. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to when we do this podcast in 2022. It's gonna be. <laughs> you're gonna have every single episode. We're gonna be. You're like, what year is it? I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, hog. Oh, oh the fucking troll you are. Uh, so, I watched another video on Gamer Ranks today. They're talking about the first quarter of 2020 on games coming out, but there's more games coming out this year. A couple games I didn't didn't even know about dreamless in there i saw that it was an interesting looking game but some of the games i'm excited for is doom eternal um cyberpunk 2077 you have 
Resident Evil 3, you have Last of Us Part 2 coming out. Um, you have, it wasn't on the list, but this year is supposed to also have the new Rainbow Six, uh, uh, what is it called, Rainbow Six? Isn't it like Biohazard or something yeah. like that? Yes. It, it was, what is it called? God damn it, no. We're both going to look on Google. You're fucking right. It's something like Rainbow Six Biohazard or some shit like that. Rainbow, Biohazard Rainbow. Quarantine. Quarantine. That's what it is. Quarantine. That's what it is. Um, That's supposed to come out this year, so that's pretty cool. It's supposed to have some of the original operators with different weapons, so that's going to be cool, and it's supposed to be story-based, not multiplayer-based, so see what happens with that. Um. A lot of the other games, it's kind of, when they come out, I'll talk about them more, but these are the big games for me this year. Yeah. And, you know, really thinking about it, I'm actually, and this wasn't on my list at all of games that I'm really excited for, uh, but that quarantine game, that Rainbow Six Siege game, I think it's a little stroke of genius from Ubisoft. Uh, Another word you say where you go Ubisoft. Uh, But anyway... I think it's a stroke of genius because think about how they came out Rainbow Six Siege. No story at all. You go right into multiplayer. The only thing they really had, and back in the day, you had to play all the terrorist hunt missions to even play fucking multiplayer because you had to be at a certain level to get to multiplayer. You had to be like level 20 or something. Um, But that was the only thing they had. And then remember the operator videos that they had for the original Mm -hmm. operators? That's all you got as far as the story. And, or you can read the lore. That that was all you got. So then what a lot of fans did over time is they kind of expanded on it, kind of created their own universe around it. So I love that Ubisoft is going and they're creating another game with these guys. But it's story driven now. So now it feeds back. It's almost like a feedback loop. It's going to feed back to Rainbow Six Siege because you're building the characters that everybody knows and loves. Because literally at this point, the operator logos are almost like how Coca-Cola is around the world. And anybody knows the logo of Coca-Cola around the yeah. world. Or Disney. You know, they know the Disney logo all around the world. The majority of gamers know what operator is just off of the logo. So they're embedded in the gaming community. It's it, So it's a really cool concept to me. I hope it turns out to be a good game. Yeah. I And it's funny that they're taking... Because it was the most played event and i think that's what it was called or whatever because quarantine was a small like two week period in the game but it was the most played one to date at from what i know of yeah yeah it was extremely popular people were pretty bar when it went away yeah i remember but yeah now they I, just make a whole game so nobody can be but hurt yeah exactly and they just hopefully it's a good game you know and i wonder do you know if there's going to be any multiplayer in that thing it should. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't, but it's supposed to have, from what I read uh, a couple weeks ago when I saw it back in the news, is supposedly it's supposed to have a story mode to it, but it's okay. got to have multiplayer. It's Rainbow Six. Yeah, it is what Rainbow Six. What if they Six. really want to switch things up and not have a multiplayer? I don't think the I don't think it would do well as a single player story mode game. Yeah, I'm just saying, you never know. If I remember correctly, it's supposed to be a horde mode type of game anyway, so you're supposed to be able, you should be able to have multiplayer where your friends are in there with you, helping fight off the horde mode. Kind of like how the special ops missions are on uh, Modern Warfare. I think it's that same concept, just in Rainbow Six Siege settings. So Three-player tactical co-op shooter. Yeah. So, that I mean, that kind of sucks that it's only three players. I, you know, I wish they would leave it to the original five-man teams, but eh, it'll work. Yeah. You know, maybe. We'll see. But I tell you right now, I am fucking excited for three of the games you mentioned on top of this Rainbow Six Siege. I Cyberpunk, you and I have been talking about. Yep. Like fucking crazy, man. And uh, I think that's going to be a great fucking game. Great fucking game. And then The Last of Us Part Two. The first game was a fucking masterpiece. Absolutely loved it. My wife actually would be sitting there watching me play like, is this a fucking movie? 
you know? Oh, I like to make those jokes, too. I go, so how's your movie? Yeah. Because most like, of the time I look over at Punish and he's watching a clip in the video game. I'm like, do you actually ever play? <laughs> but Last of Us was a great fucking game, man. I, I couldn't believe how they were able to pull that off, especially PS3 era. You know, like the fucking graphics, the story, you know, it was great. I didn't play the first one until it hit PS4. It got remastered for PS4, and that's when I first played it. Um, the only thing I'm kind of curious, there's been rumors uh, because you have Ellie, and I can't remember the main, the guy's name from the first game, um, the main character, but supposedly Ellie is going to, there's rumors that he's not in the game, he's not uh, he's not alive, and then there's rumor he is alive. So I'm hoping, but I've seen clips in it that it makes, like, he grabs her, and I'm like, okay, so he is alive, so why are people saying he's dead in the game, but you don't know how the game takes place, so. It could just be a flashback, because I believe he dies at the end of the game. It's been years since I fucking played it. I don't even, I, like, when that game comes out, I'm probably going to have the YouTube storyline video of yeah. the first one, so I can get caught back up, because, yeah, I played it when it first came out on PS3, because Naughty Dog made it. Yes. And Naughty Dog is one of those games that um, is one of those game developers that fucking I love. I loved all the Nathan Drake games, all the Uncharted games. And then when they came out with this, I was kind of nervous, but I was really into The Walking Dead back then. So I really loved the concept of them kind of going to a zombie realm. And then when I found out it's even more intelligent than that, they're not just zombies. It's supposed to be a fungus that's realistic. That takes over fucking animals, but not humans. Um, but they just, you know, they kind of flipped it a little bit in the game. But the way they implemented it, hands down, dude, the fucking game's great. Fucking yeah. love it. And even the multiplayer. They had a multiplayer in that thing. I never I, played it. Yeah. I, did you even beat the first game? Yes. Yes, I, I played it all the way through. And I played, there was a DLC that you played as a different character. I played all of that. Okay. Yeah, fucking, um, but the multiplayer was even fucking great in that fucking game. Like, they, they really did a good job on that one. And that's saying a lot because the Nathan Drake, the Uncharted multiplayers, yeah, they're okay. They're okay. But the one for The Last of Us was kind of like a surprise. Like, whoa, shit, this is not too bad, you know? Yeah, no, I was, I never played the Nathan Drake, so, unfortunately. All righty. Um... Oh, yeah, and then Ghost of Tsushima or Tsushima. Don't know much about that game. Have you have you seen anything about it? Uh, you brought it up to me once. I watched some gameplay of it. It reminds me of Dark, uh, Dark Souls, and it's taking place during feudal Japan with some, like... I would say it's more Sekiro. Okay. I, yeah. And, and it is Dark Souls. But, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. A, a lot of the talk about that game is people saying that it's going to blow everybody's mind. Like, this is, it's a beautiful version of Sekiro, Shakira, Shakira. Shakira? Yeah, whatever. Sure has That's nothing. what we renamed it. Yeah, If you listen two podcasts ago, we renamed it to Shakira. But anyways, it's supposed it's so to be a lie, really good game. Yeah, I, but the thing is, I just don't know much about it. They They have a game trailer. Um, that's pretty fucking long. And there's a lot of things going on in that game trailer. But yeah, it reminds me of Shakira a lot. A lot of sneaking, hiding, running around, killing people with a sword in their back. A lot of big enemies running through battlefields. There's a there's a couple scenes of like that fucking ghost dude running around. Huge battlefields that are happening. So it almost gives me that... Uh, what's that fucking game called? Dynasty Warriors? Remember Dynasty Warriors, where you it, would, it was a hack and slash game where you could like you, get you would fight huge armies, yes, armies, yeah. And get, you know, little scenes like that. It would it looked like grand scale battles, and you're running through them. So it looks very cinematic and awesome, and it's made by Sucker Punch, who made the uh, Infamous games. Mm. Um, which Infamous, I love those games. I love the first one. I never finished the second one. I did download it for free when PlayStation had it out on the store. Um, I just, I never got around to doing Second Sons. Um, but really loved the first game. I like those open world type of games where you get to unlock powers and shit. So, but 
I'll see. I, that game, I'll wait for reviews yeah. after it releases before I get it, you know? But Cyberpunk is on my fucking list. You and me it's kind of sad, though, if you think about it, though. Like, all the great games coming out are single-player games. There's yes. not There's not really any, like, big multiplayer games coming out. Not in the first quarter, and that it does suck. And the other thing that I realized, and now I'm thinking about it, one of my games is a remake, and there's actually another remake coming out, which is Final Fantasy VII. They're big games. I'm excited for a remake over a lot of these new games coming out. So that's kind of telling you how I feel as well. Yeah. And actually, Final Fantasy VII just announced today that they're they're delaying the release of the game because they want to polish it up some more. So that one, that one's getting kind of pushed back a little bit too. Um, which it was for good reasons, you know. They say they want to polish it up, and I'm totally for that because Final Fantasy VII was a great game. It really got me into RPGs. I didn't like. I thought RPGs were fucking geeks and shit. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. But my buddy was playing it, and I remember it was like PlayStation 1 it came out on. And it, it, this is back in the day, man, where they just couldn't fit the entire game on one disc. It was like on four discs. <laughs> so you would get to a certain part of the game, and it would just go black screen and say, please, switch to disc two to continue on. And you're oh, like, wow. fucking Christ, dude. Like, really? So I'm excited for it. Hopefully it is good. The only my biggest fear is they pushed it back to like April 10th, which is six days before Cyberpunk comes out. So if, if there's a lot of us that want both, I don't see that being a good thing for them because I'm not going to pick a game I played back in the day, like in 98 over Cyberpunk that I've seen a lot of game footage for. It looks fucking great. You know, CD Projekt Red has never let me down. So Probably going to end up getting that over Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, the remake, may be one of those games that you end up, oh, it's 20 bucks, let me grab it now, you know, that kind of. Unfortunately, that's how you have to look at it. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing about it, I've seen a little bit of gameplay on it, it's a complete remake. You know, it's they're not just remaking it with new graphics. I mean, the fighting's different in it, too. It's no longer this turn-based bullshit. It's you're actually able to move the character the whole time you're fighting. So, yeah, I've been watching some gameplay on that too. I because uh, one of our one of our members was talking about it, so I'm like, let me check it out, and that's why it it looks. It's just I've never played. I've played one Final Fantasy game, and I didn't enjoy it, so I'll just stay away from it. All right. Um, anything you want to you saw Alice coming out or nothing that I saw that excites me. Um, unless they come out with like a cow simulator, that would be like my dream. <laughs> But no, nothing excites me right now. Oh, man. Have you guys been watching any football? I did not. I was listening to people on football on Sunday. And uh, or Saturday, we went out, didn't we? We went out Saturday and Sunday. Well, Saturday, we went. We were at the bar. And the, I think it was. I forget who was playing, but they were in what the lead. And we then go to? We went to TikToks. No, we didn't. Okay. Maybe. This weekend? Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I thought we did because I thought we were watching. Someone getting their ass kicked. They were like 13-0 in the lead, and then they got, they came back. That was like two weekends ago. Oh. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm bad with dates. We just had this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but this weekend, so just so you guys know, because I know you don't know anything about football, when it hits playoff time, they play Saturday and Sunday. So what they're trying to do is the, the NFL's broken into blue teams and red teams. Right? That's what I always tell people that don't know how football works. Red teams and blue teams. Red teams are the AFC. The blue teams are the NFC. And so the first weekend, which is called the wild card weekend, they have all the blue teams play each other. And then on Sunday, they'll have all the red teams or vice versa. However, they plan on working it out. And – they keep doing that process of elimination, kind of like a 2v2 gunfight, until they have the best blue team versus the best red team in the Super Bowl. That way it guarantees you have at least one blue team, one red team that make it, and they want to see um, who plays in the Super Bowl. This comes historically because before it was just the NFL, we also had another league called the AFL, American Football League, 
And when they went under, the NFL absorbed them, and all of their NFL's original teams became the blue teams. They called them the NFC. So, like, your teams that you like, they're NFC teams. They're on the blue side. Okay. The AFL teams are the red side. So, like, the Patriots. You know, they're a red team, that kind of stuff. The Chiefs that are in there right now, uh, they just lost, but um, – no, I'm sorry. They didn't. They, they didn't just lose. They're in the next round. But the Chiefs, they're a red team. So this weekend coming up now, what's really important is this is where we're going to find out who's playing in Super Bowl. So, and the games were really fucking good this weekend. They were really fucking good this fucking weekend. There were the divisional rounds. So you have Minnesota versus San Francisco. Minnesota was on a pretty good run, but San Francisco has been great all fucking season. They beat them 27 to 10. Then you have Tennessee and Baltimore, and this one was the craziest one because you got a young quarterback, Lamar Jackson, starting for the Baltimore Ravens. He's been great all year. He's a great passer. He's a great runner. He can do both. He's a double threat. And they get their ass whooped by the fucking Tennessee Titans, a team that went 9-7, and should have never even made it to the playoffs. They've been playing on the road the entire thing, and they dominate 28-12. to so, yeah, I was just like, holy fucking shit, right? And then you fast forward to Sunday, you got the Texans versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs ended up pulling out a win, but that game was close at first. It was 51-31. to And then you had the Seahawks versus Green Bay. I wanted to see the Seahawks win because San Francisco is so fucking dominant right now. And the reason why I want to see that was because Richard Sherman, who's a cornerback, for the San Francisco 49ers, used to play for the Seattle Seahawks. And he's got a big fucking mouth. The Seahawks just acquired Marshawn Lynch out of retirement, who used to play with them back in the day. And uh, obviously, Sherman and Lynch play together. I would have loved to see both those teams go at it again, the Niners and the Seahawks. But that didn't happen. Green Bay ended up winning. So next weekend, we'll see, man. We got Tennessee versus the Chiefs. I obviously I got the Chiefs winning that one because um, obviously they're playing at home. I'm not going to count out the Titans because they've been winning left and right. And you got Green Bay, San Francisco, and San Francisco's the heavy, heavy favorites, heavy, yeah. heavy fucking favorites. But I don't want to see a liberal team from a liberal town like the Niners, who probably sit down when they go pee. I don't want to see them win, so I want to see them lose. So go Green Bay. Jesus, baby. <laughs> Oh, hey, I I think I'll pay attention during the Super Bowl mostly and see, you know. But I think it was the Buffalo game that I got confused with. The Buffalo game that you got confused. What are you talking about? Buffalo, when Buffalo Bills, they got they were in the lead and then they got their asses handed to them uh, after the third quarter. That was like, yeah, that was two. That was, yeah, yeah. They played it. they played Houston. They didn't get their asses handed to them. They barely lost. They lost by like three points. I'm so, really excited for Tony Hawk. A video game? <laughs> no. I'm just, She's just, I'm just like, I'm just naming something because I'm, I don't know what you're No, I'm really about. excited about Tony Hawk to play. Like, yay. Skateboard. Okay. Football. You know, in dreams, in dreams, <laughs> people are going to be making Tony Hawk levels in that dream. I'm sure they are. So they're already starting on that part. So I think that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, but and then it's been crazy because, like, you know me, I'm a football connoisseur. I fucking love that sport. Um, then last night was the, the college football national championship versus LSU versus Clemson. Clemson's been a dominant team in college football for like the, at least the last five years. They won the national championship last year. Um, and they played against LSU, whose head coach sounds like me, except way deeper rasp for your voice. Uh, crazy, just, he looks like a frog, too. Not only does he sound like a frog, he fucking looks like a frog. And, uh, the LSU was able to win. They won. And, uh, what I thought was really interesting about the whole thing is that Randy Moss, uh, who is a big-time Hall of Fame wide receiver, uh, in the NFL, his son plays for LSU. He's a tight end. And so it was cool to see Randy Moss there supporting his son, because if you know anything about football, Randy Moss is one of those extremely selfish fucking players. This guy was like the epitome of selfish. 
like only gave a fuck about himself, always talked about money, you know. He was like Deion Sanders, but without any of the actual results that Deion Sanders. Like Deion Sanders got away with it because he won Super Bowls. You know what I'm talking about? Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl. So it was different. You know, the guy was really selfish. He made some selfish moves. But it was cool to see him as a father now, as a Hall of Famer, and he's there just cheering on his son. You know, so it, it was a it was a cool thing. It was nice. The game was amazing. It was really close at first, and then LSU just took off. Took off, dominated the rest of the game. I'm going to call bullshit, though, because the fucking refs were from the Pac-12, and they fucking suck, okay? And the Pac-12, once again, all from these hippie liberal states over here in California, Oregon, Washington, don't know what football is, and fucking called some horrible shit against Clemson. So... I don't know if that would have changed the result of the game. It would have been closer, but those fucking refs suck, dude. They suck. They're yeah, they dumb. Well, going into next year, I am going to actually pay attention and try to watch football. For the first time. What? It's like I tell everybody, man, one thing at a time. You just got to fucking sit there and watch a game. Sit there and watch a game. And the best game to do that is the Super Bowl. Watch the Super Bowl and actually watch the game. Like, don't just go to Super Bowl party and sit there in the back eating chips, you know, and saying two the whole time. Sit there. <laughs> two, two. Oh, it's two. You know, sit there, watch the game. Sit by somebody who knows the game and that doesn't mind you bothering them the whole time about like, so what's happening? How's this work? How's that work? You know, shit, we could do a Super Bowl viewing party if I'm not going to a Super Bowl party this year. Yeah. We can we literally sit there on the phone talking about what's happening on Super Bowl. Yeah, and I have the NFL ticket at my house, so. You don't need that NFL ticket for Super Bowl. I know, like but I'm team. just, I, I can get my buddy Corey over and see if, I can see if Corey wants to come over and then we all can chat, and I know he knows his football shit. Commercials! Yeah, commercials are the best part. It's the only game that I watch commercials, because usually the way I watch football is I record them, I wait about an hour and a half after the game starts. That's why when I'm playing with you guys and there's football on, I get real pissy with people that want to fucking tell me what the score is. Because I'm like, bitch, I'm fucking waiting till my hour and a half is up and then I'm going to go watch it, okay? Shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> I don't understand these people who watch football while playing video games and then are screaming over the mic the score of the fucking... There's other people that watch football, so shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it, Okay. But that's my little hack because I it's so monetized. If you think about it, there's four 15-minute quarters. You do the math, that's 60 minutes of football. The game should only be an hour, maybe an hour 30 because of penalties, delays of games, shit like that that stops the clock. But they somehow make it three hours with commercials. It's insane. It's insane. But the Super Bowl is the only fucking game I watch all year long that I don't pre-record because I love watching the commercials. They're funny. You know, the, the most memorable one to me, I think, was the 2016 Super Bowl. 2015, sorry. 2015 Super Bowl. I don't even remember who was playing. But what I do fucking remember is that some cheap-ass lawyer from, like, fucking New York. I, we're talking about a guy that, like, runs after an ambulance lawyer. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, somehow, dude. Somehow, the funniest shit ever, and I wish I could remember this, but if anybody who watches football remembers this shit, um, he somehow makes the money to buy a fucking commercial slot for the Super Bowl. Nobody knows who this dude is. And he makes almost like an action trailer uh, commercial for his law firm, where he's like coming out of fire, wearing a fucking leather jacket with corny sunglasses, like, he's some action superhero, right? And it's all just for his law firm. It was the corniest shit I've ever seen in my life. It was so goddamn funny. And the commercial was long as shit, too. It was, like, 45 seconds to a minute. So this dude, I, I'll tell you, I think it's, like, a million dollars for 30 seconds for oh a Super Bowl God. commercial. Oh, my God. It's probably more than that now. I haven't checked. I'm not, I don't care to be too privy about it. But I know it's at least a million dollars. For 30 seconds. This guy went a minute. Right? So it's like fucking crazy. That dude spent a pretty penny. And the production value. Yeah, it was ghetto. 
you could use they use probably some cheap editing software and shit like that to fucking get it up there. But man, it was so fucking funny, dude. So funny to see it. And he was being serious as shit too. Oh my god, I can't yeah. believe that. So pay attention to the commercials. I think we should do a, a Super Bowl commercial review for the podcast following the Super Bowl. I think right. that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we should do that. I think that might be the funniest shit. I'm down for that. Yep. 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 I'm down with that. I mean, I could even probably clip it into the YouTube version of the podcast. So while we're talking about it, we can fucking uh, we'll break it down. So what I'll do is I'll write them down as they show up, and then uh, we can go over and talk about them. All right. As, yeah, sounds like a good idea. Do you know? Oh, talking about Shakira. Uh, she's actually performing at Super Bowl, so it's funny. Really? She I didn't won, think she was really still that popular, but okay, well, cool. She just won Game of the Year, so now she's going to go and perform at Super Bowl. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got that joke. Oh, I just got it. Oh. You're not talking about actual Shakira. No, she's actually going to be at Super Bowl, though, too. So, but it was it was a comeback. It's called a comeback in the in the comedy world. I loop back to a reference we made at the beginning. Oh, this this is high level shit. This is why I have to wear sunglasses indoors because my future's so bright. All right. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, I think that's all I got. That's all I got. I think it's time for the plugs, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Plug time. Pluggy, pluggy, plug, plug, plug. All righty, fellas and ladies and gents and aliens and whoever else listens. Um, email us at hotandnotpod at gmail.com. You could follow Punish at punishpool9968 on Twitch. You could follow Hog on YouTube at slash Productions. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Sonictastic Photography. And then always follow the group, the exclusive gaming group on Facebook. Yay! Yeah! And Punish, hit them with a couple twos. Two, 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 two. Yeah! That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I can, I can smell your breath from here. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> this is not episode two, by the way, it is episode 17. And peace out, guys. Have a great night. Bye.